0: Oh, it's not playing with legs and down.
1: Welcome back to a franchise where we are slow and very calm uh, as we watch a series of movies that are just they're just relaxing. I think that's, that's the best way to put it. This is not playing with Lex and Dan. I'm Dan. I'm Lex. Hey, there he is. I'm How's... furious. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I know it's early on a Sunday morning. I, I just feel like you should just mellow. <laughs> mellow a little bit. No, I'm just I'm
0: just furious that these movies aren't consistently getting better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what in life does consistently get better, Lex? <laughs> Answer me this. You and me, Dan. That's true. You and me. 100% true. Uh, we are here to watch the 2017 fate of the furious also sometimes styled as f8 or i guess that's just fate does that make sense mm-hmm. sure why not yes
0: and i think i believe that when they stylize it as f8 it's because it's a sequel to f0 from originally from the super mm-hmm. nintendo
1: mm-hmm. I good think game. good game same line it's a long franchise i understand that, that game that game involved mm-hmm. racing so that's appropriate yeah yeah canon So this is the last of the main sequence currently of Fast and the Furious movies. So this picks up after Furious 7, which we watched last time, in which we lost Paul Walker, uh, who sadly died during the filming, and so his character was written off. I don't really know what to expect in this movie thus, because I feel like that was kind of... I mean, let's be honest... It was not always the most compelling of linchpins, but it was kind of the linchpin of the story. (laughs) Right. Well so what I I
0: was thinking about it today and I was imagining that they're gonna be like they're gonna just reverence him. Like maybe like you see him off the phone with everything like, Hey, have a good day. (laughs) Like hangs up. Or like to just do a throwaway mention, like, hey what's his character's name? (laughs) Brian. Right. that's what I thought. That's why it looks like that. But like, yeah, I was just talking to Brian. He's doing great. Anyway. (laughs) Like that's I imagine that like. (laughs) He was going to the store. Yeah. Um, so I saw that. Or I, I imagine that that's how they're going to handle him. I saw this was written by the same guy who wrote the last one, Chris Morgan. And I thought the last one had some more intentional humor in it. So I had some optimism on that. And I saw that uh, Charlize Theron, Charlize Theron, whichever pronunciation she prefers, is in this one. And I don't think she's been
1: in any prior one. So I thought that that's could true. be interesting too. That's true. Yeah. So, well, I mean, she's like a big star, right? Well, they like, bring they in a lot of big stars, stars, right? big stars, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. they got money. That's the thing, right? Like, people will. People will keep being in movies if the paycheck's good. I think, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people will
0: save some money not having to pay for Paul Walker anymore. That's true.
1: (laughs) He was probably the most expensive part of that. I'm sure. Um, I yeah, I know nothing about the plot of this film. I don't even remember any of like the last one. I at least remembered like seeing commercials. Where the car would drive through the, you know, from the building and make that jump from the building to the other building. Like there were little bits and pieces that had I ab- absorbed through popular culture. I know nothing about this film. I cannot even remember. I kind of vaguely remember a commercial or a trailer with Charlize Theron in it. Yeah, but that's like it. That I could not even tell you. that I could not tell you the plot. Uh, I believe both uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock are in this one. I think I just saw Jason Statham's in it as well. Yes, but yeah. Other than that, I don't really know. I don't really know what this is about. My guess yeah. is they will be forced. So we had Jason Statham the last one, and it ended with him like in prison. And we also kind of know that he gets, you know, he gets his own half of a franchise. He's eventually, going to be teaming up with Rock. right. right? So yeah. you kind of feel like this is the movie where you're like, well, we have to work with him because there's somebody even worse or something, right? Like that kind of seems like the trope that they would drag out. Yes, I was turns also- out. Jason Statham is not the baddest of bad guys, <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I was uh, realizing they never know if any of these movies is going to be the last one right at some point they'll probably say this will be the final film, and then they'll do more again later too, but so there's never going to be like a real wrap up. you're going be like, well, the... we have gone as fast and furiously as possible,
1: like that's it, so there's never a true denouement. you're saying that there's never going to be uh the last and the furious. <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, wouldn't you? By the way, if, if you're listening and you're like, hey, where are those birds chirping? I think those are by Dan, but yep. don't worry. There are some. <laughs> I,
1: I brought them in uh, for some quality Foley work. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it's in case there's a shot of birds getting released as car races start. Dan's just is ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I, th- there's an all-star cast, right? Some of our favorite characters are back in this one, including The Rock and Ludicrous. <laughs>
1: Uh, what you you delivered that with a straight face? <laughs> Some of our favorite Man. characters, <laughs> characters, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I,
0: I, I, my expectation is. You're exactly right. They're going to have to let Statham out, and there's going to be like it's basically the same plot as I'm. I'm going to make up movie numbers because I'm probably right. Three, four, and six, but where they've got to bust somebody out of jail or let somebody out of jail, and he can reduce his sentence or eliminate it if he helps them do a thing. So Statham's going to come out and help. Uh, I'm guessing there's going to be international people. I'm guessing that at some point there's going to be uh, women not wearing too much clothing, um, and that uh, t- t- uh, Dom. He's sure. going to be brooding Those are oh, my guesses
1: Yeah that's a good choice That's a good choice He, he does seem to brood a lot he's, He lost his best friend His brother I mean He's got to find And we know he doesn't get along With The Rock <laughs> and So Yeah like where is that Where's that dynamic going Where's the, Is the rest of the crew here yeah. I have questions Yeah But
0: speaking of the rest of the crew I imagine that some of our listeners Wish they could be part of Our movie watching crew Ooh. And I think you can tell them How they can do that Dan
1: I would love to I mean So first Get yourself a fast car Meet us. Meet us at the starting line. And
0: (laughs) as we're recording this, my car recently got a software update where it can come to me in a parking lot, and it does it really slowly. Like you can't go over, I think, five or ten miles an hour, and it's still the coolest thing you've ever seen. Like as a car backs itself out of a spot and drives around other cars to come to you, it's pretty great.
1: Well, I can't wait for the next software update where there's a button you can push to set off the nos. That's what's really. That's what's really (laughs) missing there. (laughs) Yes, that's all I'm saying. So if you want to watch along with us, you can. That's because we record a live commentary track as we watch the film, and it's available exclusively to The Incomparable members. If you want to become a member, you go to com slash members, and you can sign up. For a membership plan, we have a variety of options starting at just $5 a month, and you get all sorts of great perks for that, not just for not playing, but for all the other fabulous shows on the network, including bootleg tracks that are released before the edited episodes, uh, members-only tracks, including our commentaries, access to a member Slack, some other cool swag that uh, comes around every once in a while, and uh, we've even got a brand new campaign of Total Party Kill that's streaming live exclusively for incomparable members, How can you turn all of that down? So, incomparable.com slash members, choose your membership plan, and you get to even pick which shows on the network you want to support. We hope you'll consider not playing with Lex and Dan as one of your picks, because, uh, you know, we're here. We're doing a show. Because we we want that (laughs) (laughs) money! We are much like the characters in The Fast and the Furious. (laughs) We're all about that. Paper? Is that what they say?
0: <laughs> that, that, that green paper. That's sure. right.
1: I, I mean, I, it doesn't even have to be money. I just take green like construction paper. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, Lex, we're going to settle back and watch Fate
0: of the Furious. Well, I can't wait. I, I'm appreciative that there's a pun in there. So that's good. <laughs>
1: Lex, I've got some news for you. Yes. We have concluded the fate of the Furious. We have seen their fate, and their fate is barbecue. Yes, we have, Dan. And I have some interesting news for you. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Hit me. I
0: think it's my favorite one.
1: You know what? I really like it. <laughs> feel weird saying that, but yeah, there was a lot of surprisingly good stuff here. I mean, the plot was about as nonsensical as it ever is. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, it had, it had a plot that moved forward and it was fun. I think this is kind of what we expected we were going to get going in and we got in like fits and spurts from movie to movie.
0: Yes. And as, as one note as Charlize Theron's, uh, bad terrorist woman is she was interesting to watch Mm -hmm. her plan of, I I think I couldn't 100% retell the plot, but her plan to steal the thing so she could steal the MPs so she could get the subs so she could have the nukes so that she could hold world governments accountable. Like that whole thing is insanity. But I don't know. I found her just I'm going to be evil because I'm evil thing. Refreshing. An interesting dynamic. Refreshing. She felt like in some ways a more believable crazy bad person.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, no small part of that to Charlize Theron, who I think is a good actress and is like kind of yes. just committed to the whole she's a, you know, an evil just a a Bond villain, evil character. I believed her. I, I thought she was pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was a, there was a lot going on here. There was a lot of reference to previous movies. Like it was good. I felt like that we had watched this when we did because otherwise we'd be very lost. Yeah. I'm not saying that it was super sensical even with seeing all the previous movies, but at least like, you're like, Oh, I know who those characters are.
0: Right. Yeah. I thought they gave everybody interesting things to do. And I thought that, you know, last one, uh, (laughs) Uh, fast and furious seven furious seven i felt like the comic relief uh was okay but that it was like trying too hard uh and here i felt like they spread it around more more characters got to have more funny moments yeah. while also still having some very real stakes i think my favorite thing in the whole movie i well my favorite joke was when uh, Roman was attempting to read the Russian <laughs> label in the submarine. He's like, I think it says, and then my subtitle was Speaks Gibberish, no. but that just killed me because he read it for a really long time. But the best scene, I think, in the entire franchise is uh, Jason Statham murdering everyone on the plane with the baby.
1: Yes, yes. And I feel like if that's not at least an homage to, is I know you mentioned you hadn't seen it, but uh, Hard Boiled is a classic Hong Kong action flick. Uh, with Chow Yun-fat and there's a scene where he's like running through a hospital saving up like clutching a baby and like shooting lots of people and it's it's one of these sort of classic action movie scenes of I think that was either late 80s or early 90s uh and so I feel like there was a tip of the hat to that at least but yes Jason Statham I think the thing that we didn't get from his him as much in his previous appearance is that he's a very talented comic actor actually I actually think he has really good timing and really good delivery if you've seen him in um uh, he's really good in that. I haven't. Uh with Melissa McCarthy. And so oh, interesting. I, yeah, he 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 actually does comedy really well, I think. I mean, I first saw him in um uh, uh Guy Ritchie uh Lock, Stock and 2, Smoking Barrels and Snatch. Yeah. Um, in which he mm-hmm. has a lot of comic aspect to it. And I think he's he was a little cardboard in the last movie, you know, as a villain, and I actually like him much better as a uh an anti-hero sort of character that they're working with. Yes, the
0: the ridiculous evolution of his friendship with uh the rock in this film is not at all believable <laughs> but right it was fun to watch it was much more fun to watch them begrudgingly learn to respect each other
1: yeah i mean and i think that's it seems a it seems clear why they why they paired them for a sequel for a spinoff um b it's just uh, you know those two actors have a lot of charisma and and c you know we talked about this in the last couple recaps too but i, I feel like again there is there are comic book tropes all over this, right? Like having to work with the uh, the bad guy, you know, the two guys who come to sort of grudging approval. There's the um good I guy it's
0: the frenemy of my frenemy is my frenemy. Right,
1: right. And there's the good guy turns bad, right? Like for whatever reasons. Like in comic books it would be like, you know, mind control or something like that. But here it's it's blackmail, right? You know? And I think that's also a, a trope, like, oh, we have to work with this guy we didn't like and against our former buddy. <laughs> uh and that's fine. Those are those are the kind of tropes I'm okay leaning into in a series that is as full of tropes as this is
0: right and the i think we talked about this last time too but the the herculean strength shown by some of these characters also feels very comic booky. yes to me, exactly can just literally he, lift and move anything
1: the rocket's shot by rubber bullets many times and i realize they're not real bullets but they still <laughs> like they're still being fired from a gun <laughs> right it would hurt um, but it, I it would slow you down at least yes and i enjoy that he is just i mean yeah all, all realism has been thrown out of the plane with with or without a parachute depending on your opinion uh but that's fine that's fine it feels like you're going for sort of a mission impossible vibe at this point and you you turn in to see the crazy stunts um yes and it's funny to me especially since we i remember you know we think way back to like too fast too furious when we we're like oh remember that time they jumped a car onto a boat and that was like that was the highlight of the right. franchise so far they have come a long way since that point
0: what was interesting to me is that this one didn't really feel to me like it was in most ways about fast cars and i get that there were some fast cars and there was a, the the race to open the film but the vast majority of it did not involve car racing in mm-hmm. any real mm-hmm. sense right true like,
1: it, i mean there's a lot just, of driving various... there, there are chase scenes but not really races exactly I
0: do not understand what happened in the plot, That how he was able to connect with Helen Mirren, who I thought was great, although like peak foppishly British. She was yes. basically Hugh Grant.
1: Well, I wouldn't say, I feel like she was <laughs> putting on did. more like the Cockney accent almost, but yeah, like... Yes. Yeah, there was there felt like there were a couple of missing points there, but it also could realize that they felt like, you know what, we don't need to spell it out because <laughs> that'll yeah. just take time that we don't care about. I did appreciate that at least the end sequence... Uh, with them driving around on the ice did not involve destroying a major city. Although we did, of yes. course, have the entire scene with New York where they have all the giant traffic jams and cars driving around and everything. So probably some casualties there, but at least the climactic yes. scene was like, oh, we're out in, like, Siberia. Yeah, so it did look like many
0: uh, police and security guards were either killed or maimed <laughs> throughout yeah. the movie, yeah. uh, which is not great. But yeah, the you pointed out that you know post um charlie's or cypher grabbing control of many hundreds of cars in a scene that i thought looked cool but also looked very cgi to me there's still other cars just driving around (laughs) like you see in the background later like oh well look at those 400 cars all driving together in unison i'm gonna keep going to work (laughs) yeah like i thought that was glad i'm not
1: going that way yeah yeah i i think i think that that's true i also think if they did destroy it, at least it was the bad guys destroying it, right? It's not like uh, Fast Five yes. where they're dragging the safe around, right? And these are our people that we're rooting for. This is like, the bad guys are doing it. It's not cool. It's not presented as a good thing. The good guys are trying to stop them. And I feel like that's the that's the pivot point you need, right? Is the like, well, yeah, yeah. I don't support this, but it's bad people, so I shouldn't support this. Yeah, I still would say, and this is
0: definitely overthinking it, I think Dom had some choices. Like yes. at some point he could say, "They have my kid." <laughs> like he could just spit that out at any point, and he's still able to do all the things he has to do and not let. I guess, but are you Charlie worried is that there and know that he's done yeah,
1: that? Yeah, they 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 soft pedal it right because they want the reveal. So like, there's the t- there's the bit at the beginning where she recruits him and shows him a picture on her phone. And you have to think for a minute about yeah. like, what was that picture actually? Right? Did he show him a picture of Elena and a kid? Because he'd just be like, okay, she has a kid. Like, what's the bi-? like? That's yeah. bad. But it's right. not like I need to come work for you immediately, Pad. Like, did it have a picture with like? Maybe it was a a live photo where she's like, this is Toretto's. Yeah, I think and she's like, holding that's... a sign. She's holding a sign. Maybe <laughs> it's like a Reddit AMA. Like, this is your kid with like a little arrow <laughs> next to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, well, again... The
0: baby does have the same haircut as Vin Diesel, so maybe he just saw... I mean, so do both The Rock there.
1: and uh, Jason Statham. <laughs> it's really kind of the haircut that's going around. It's true. I, I do, as I mentioned to you towards the end of the film, I remain eternally surprised that kurt russell's character hasn't betrayed them and become a bad guy (laughs) just because i feel like i instinctively shouldn't trust the like nameless uh spy who works with government spy who works with them did you see how they credited his uh his sidekick was it little nobody or it was little nobody (laughs) yeah that's what they well that's what they call him for most of it yeah i just i don't get uh, who do they work
0: for themselves for the government? Like I don't understand really. Unclear.
1: They, they they work for the government, but we never are sure exactly because they have access to all these government resources and whatever, but we're never told exactly who they work for.
0: If you haven't looked yet, Dan, what would you guess was the box office gross for the fate in the uh, the fate of the furious?
1: Oh, um man, I feel like I'm gonna be off something no matter what. Uh is it are we talking hundreds of millions? Or are we talking billions?
0: I'm not giving you any clues.
1: All right, uh, I'll say uh, it made it made it made nine hundred fifty million dollars.
0: I don't know numbers. one point two three six billion dollars. All right,
1: I was closer than I thought I would be.
0: Yeah, but that's that's amazing.
1: Well, at a certain that's point, like, these movies like they snowball, right? They become money making machines, and it doesn't even matter, right? Because so many so many movies these days the huge part of the box office gross comes on opening weekend before anybody's seen it so nobody knows if it's any good or not right everyone's just there for the spectacle so it doesn't even matter right like you know we put this movie out here this many people are going to go see it that first weekend even if it's terrible and maybe it drops off after that but you've still made so much money up front it's just the business
0: every minute of that movie grossed nine million dollars is that right (laughs)
1: That blows my mind, yeah that's well, I mean, how much did it cost to make that's a, that's the other question eighty billion dollars <laughs> it, uh its budget was two hundred and fifty million gross, so they made that was a lot of money, yeah. that's a lot of money for a movie, but they made it yeah, back and, they
0: basically made a billion dollars yeah,
1: yeah, so you know they're not going to stop making these movies anytime soon, i guess
0: that's unbelievable
1: this is the i mean this
0: is the first one that I thought was just generally a fully enjoyable movie. I mean, not that it had no flaws, but, like, this was an enjoyable movie, but it wasn't a billion dollars worth of enjoyable. Like, I... Apparently i do world dan
1: <laughs> apparently it was so now remind me is there
0: this is this the final movie of the core fast and furious franchise currently yes right I,
1: I think there is a ninth one that is coming at some point but i don't think yes. it's and actually been 11th an yeah sure right yeah but i don't think there any of them are close to coming out yet and this came out uh 2017 yeah so it's 2019 normally you'd see things come out a couple of years apart but they spaced the uh the spinoff there in the middle. So I assume that the next one won't show up till at least next year, maybe the year after. I did want to make a comment because this is our, our recurring segment where we talk about uh, portrayal of female characters. I will say, yes. I feel like they took some steps forward. They had Charlize Theron's yes. character. They had uh, Ramsey. I n- did not expect Ramsey to come back after the last movie because we talked about how much she was treated as a plot point um. Yes, and this time she called them on it in
0: ways that were delightful.
1: Yes, I enjoyed her, and it, it, like constantly, she's sort of like rolling her eyes at them, which is good. It's the direction I think these things should go in. It's not like an immediate like doesn't immediately fix the problem. They're still making terrible comments, but at least we yes. have an acknowledgement from another character. They're like, "That's not cool. You shouldn't be doing that." Right. And they make fun of the fact that she. It's still like, a little bit too much. Boys being boys tolerated, but yeah, she
0: she is none. She, she I feel like, puts them in their place. Right.
1: Bit, I, I feel I like there's a little bit of attention there because at the end, for example, there's that joke where, like, you know, uh, Roman and Tej are arguing over and, uh, you know, she's like, well, you can tell me when you know what my last name is. What my last name is. And I had a moment yeah. of, like, that's funny, but also, hey, screenwriters, do you know what her last name is? Because <laughs> she's still not right. actually that, th- that the developer character. Does character have one? Right. So, like... It kind of felt a little hollow as a nudge because it felt like, yeah, now you're just using her to prove a point. It still hasn't really made her any more of a character. I will say that the the flip side to those arguments, too are also that, like Elena is basically what you would call fridged uh, to provide a motivation for Vin Diesel's character. So that's not great. I feel like Letty does better in this movie than in some of them. She feels like she has a lot going on, but she also is still there to mainly insist that Dom isn't a bad guy. Uh, And that's that's about it, right? Like, we're actually kind of short on female characters otherwise.
0: Right. She does. uh, Letty does forgive very quickly. Yeah, well, she, she, you know,
1: she had amnesia for a while. She understands. Right.
0: We've betrayed each other. It's fine.
1: Yes. Now we're even. I'm also confused about the timeline, as we discussed. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you really objected well i just didn't I didn't quite understand the timing of this based on the events of previous movies uh in terms of like when they were together and how far apart these movies are and that because like we saw her in the last movie, Elena, like I said, she gets thrown out of a you know off a building essentially, and yeah. I kind of felt like that was fine, but this is a total retcon because I don't think they would have done that if they had actually been planning through like where her character yes. was going to be in the next movie so i think they massaged it a little bit which again given the whole thing with the um tokyo drift being in a weird position and like having the movies jump around a little bit i felt like they just shrugged and were like we'll probably get away with it which they did but it it yeah. kind of made me scratch my head a little bit because i just wondered for a minute there whether or not there's an implication that dom had cheated on Lady with her, which is like that seems right like a weird point to make Yeah, it feels like they just... Understandably enough, but they
0: just don't care about that stuff, right? They're like, yeah, whatever. We can just say that this is what the story is now, and it's fine.
1: Yeah. Um, I felt the stunts were pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed a lot of the action scenes in this movie. It felt fun and engaging, and I don't think it felt like as many of them dragged as previous ones. Again, they kept sort of everything moving. I agree. Um, Everything was very dynamic and interesting. Um, Yeah, and I think... Having Jason Statham mix, as we said up front, was really big. I think Scott Eastwood, not as much. He has a couple decent scenes, but like his big scene is the end scene where he is like, I don't even care anymore, <laughs> which is a weird choice, but okay. Yes. Um, and
0: he's definitely one of those characters where you know exactly what he's going to be and what his arc is right, as, as soon as he's introduced. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one was fun. I thought it had a nice mix of, of silly and action and excitement. And as when the action was ridiculous, they didn't dwell on it. Sometimes they're like, look how crazy this stuff was. But he was like, so, okay. The submarine shot up through the ice and is now just there. And, oh, we accidentally moved the torpedo by hand to blow up the bad sure. guys. Yeah. Like, they just, they just accepted it, embraced it and leaned in. And I thought it was good. I was okay with it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree as well. Well, this is the last of the main thread of movies, but I believe I promised you, Lex, at the before we even started recording today, that I had a little I had a little offer for you. I had a little proposition.
0: Oh yes, I believe that's true.
1: So normally we release these episodes uh every two weeks, as people know. Uh and this one, as people are hearing it, we've you know, we've recorded this maybe two or three weeks before it actually comes out. But Right. Between the time that this comes out and, the, and another episode will come out after this, I will inform you that Hobbs and Shaw will actually be available. <laughs> so we could, uninterrupted, <laughs> add one additional movie to this season. But I leave the choice up to you. Damn, I, I,
0: I will say this. I think we owe it not just to the listeners, but also to ourselves. I mean, Lex. To watch Hobbs and Shaw. We're family. My question is, which one of us is Hobbs and which one of us is Shaw oh. in
1: our dynamic? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question.
0: I have to think about it pretty hard to remember which one is
1: which in the movie. Are you The Rock or are you Jason Statham, I think is the question. I mean, the reality is I am so far away from being either <laughs> one of them. I, I mean, I can only say ditto. Yeah. I guess I'm slightly more Statham. Yeah, I'll see. All right. Am I slightly more The Rock? I don't think that's true. We got the same hairline, but then again, so is Jason Statham. Right.
0: Like, obviously, Statham also, like, extremely strong and powerful, but The Rock just, like, physically seems, like, otherworldly in terms of how big he is.
1: That's why I chose Statham. So, yeah, I mean, both of us stacked on top of each other in a trench coat might be The Rock. (laughs) Just (laughs) barely. Just barely.
0: (laughs) Well, Dan, I will absolutely watch Hobbs and Shaw with you. All right, well. after that, I'm probably
1: out. That's probably (laughs) it. Well... Uh, i'm glad that we'll stick around for one more, and that our uh, listeners will get one more treat from us before we wrap up this season. Thank you so much to all of you out there for sticking with us through this entire franchise. I hope you've had at least half as much fun as we have <laughs> uh, and hopefully a lot more and Lex will be back next time, but until then let's remind all of our listeners out there to keep, keep watching, watching the cars. cars.
0: A good way to code this (laughs) setup would be make sure that the gates go down in the event of a power failure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was just gravity, man.